listening to the MPI Paranormal Podcast, where the truth is to be found. A podcast exploring all things paranormal, hauntings, UFOs, crypto, the unknown. Our members believe in the skeptical approach, but with an open mind, just trying to make sense of it all. I want to get back in there, try to figure that out. It is the unknown. I don't really have a say on it right now because I don't know what the video looks like. I'm looking for the evidence. What's the evidence? A story to me is not really evidence because that's one person's experience. And I do. I take my personal beliefs into it, but like you said, then I have my skeptical side that wants to prove it another way. Military Paranormal Investigations is not affiliated to any branch of the military. It's time. Coming to you from North Texas on multiple platforms for maximum reach. Here are your hosts, members of the MPI team. And welcome to Military Paranormal Investigations Radio. My name is Rob. I'm Jeff. I'm Allison. And I'm Mike. I wanted to start off by saying happy Halloween. This is going to be put out there on Halloween. So I just wanted to make sure all Tomorrow you Tomorrow night. Yeah. Yes. Anyone going trick-or-treating? I'll be going with my grandson. Oh, you lucky dog. Yeah. I'm my, take. Go ahead. No, I was going to say I'm too. My, my daughter's granddaughter's too young to go now. So I, I got to wait a couple of years. Yeah. I have one left at home that trick-or-treats and it's supposed to be like. 28 degrees tomorrow so i'm really yeah. looking that's what i remember ever since i moved to texas was that always on halloween the temperature plummets yes it does yeah. it, it plummets a lot on halloween i mean um probably about three four years ago it wasn't that bad but yeah now it's just i don't yeah. like going out there my son last year he could have went for his last year but he's like no dad i don't want to pass out candy i was like you go son <laughs> <laughs> one of my friends posted a, a little thing that talked about um my son said it's too cold to go, so if I would just go buy him a bag of candy that I could stay at home. <laughs> I thought, well, maybe I could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, it's Halloween. That's You know, this is my favorite time of year. I um, I know it's probably Allison's favorite time of year. She has twins, and their birthday is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. wow. Don't make sure 14 you... years old. Wow. 14, wow. Well. Happy early birthday then. Yeah. <laughs> For them. Yeah, make sure you have them, them happy have them listen to the podcast and we'll say happy birthday to them. There there you go. They always listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems how it is, Halloween and everything. I, I know we've been leading up. We did a couple of uh mini episodes to where each one of us told a little scary story or a little bit about our past, some of our past paranormal experiences. And uh, I think this time we decided with the Halloween, why don't we continue with the Halloween theme and tell some of our scary stories or like campfire stories or possibly one of our favorite scary movies. Allison, sorry, you can't do it because you don't watch scary movies. I do not watch scary movies. Not one scary movie you can think about. Even growing up, not one. No, no, (sighs) never watched them. All right. Well, then you got to do the campfire story if you got one of them. Got a campfire story or something? Uh, let me think. Okay, you think on that one. And then probably, uh, how about talking about some of the costumes we probably wore growing up that we can remember? Yeah, yeah. just keep it a little lighthearted. Exactly. Just to yeah. Yeah. have a little fun with you guys for Halloween. Exactly. Well, hey, before we get started, uh, where can we be found at, guys? Yeah, uh, well, definitely militaryparanormal.com, our website. Okay. You can find us at YouTube. You can find us on Twitter. 
And Facebook. And now you can also find us on Instagram. Right. Yeah, we set that up. Had to set it up. Everyone's like, hey, you got to get an Instagram account. Everyone. Okay. So I, I had my daughter, Destiny. She set it up for us, and she was lucky enough to get Military Paranormal for us. Sorry, Mike. I know you were looking to get one as well. <laughs> well, actually, you know, I created one last night, but I couldn't find our name, so I had to create something really weird. So if anybody's listening to this that already followed that one, I'm going to be deleting that one <laughs> and bringing <laughs> the one back because I didn't realize that Destiny had done that. So, yeah, I didn't but, realize But that's that. great that she got our name because exactly. I was really bummed out about that. So. I would have been too, and I was like, oh, man, you, that was the only one you could find. I was like, hey, Des, did you by chance set up that Instagram we talked about? She goes, oh, yeah, Dad, I already set that up for us, linked it to our Facebook page and everything. I was like, what's the username? She goes, military paranormal i was like yes all right the other thing i wanted to say is if you guys are listening to us here you can find us on just about every major podcast player that's out oh, there yeah. i know that we are now on spotify iHeartRadio, all of those sorts of things if you like us if you if you don't you know it doesn't matter but please go give us a rating that kind of helps us get seen a little better i know itunes is really big on that and with i don't know what's going to happen since itunes is i guess going away going they've away, got it yeah, set up I with know. i uh but Apple Podcast. Yeah, Apple Podcast. I was going to say, don't they have just Apple Podcast now? Mm-hmm. We, we should be on that because I know it told us to reset our settings for our feed and everything, and I did that. So we should still be going out to Apple Tunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called now. And our host, Podbean, we're really easily searchable in there. But, yeah, if you're listening, especially on one of those other players, make sure you go give us a like and yeah. review. That would be a highly appreciated. Leave a comment. Come on. Yeah. Also, uh, maybe before we start our Halloween piece, like to kind of talk a few minutes about the investigation we did this past weekend okay oh did we give our disclaimer that we are not affiliated to any branch of the military mike hey, do you remember that there you go. I, I did not remember that but i was just thinking that we're we're kind of making sure we're redundant on that but exactly because you've hey, got it in the new intro as well yep. and, and additionally i would like to thank all of those folks both present and uh in the past that have served in the military yes Thank you for your service. Uh, It means a lot. Yes, it does. I also, speaking of the investigation, I wanted to make sure that I took time to thank absolutely everybody that interacted with us during that investigation. We had a tremendous amount of followers and viewers throughout the night. I know I crashed a couple times, but I, uh, because I wasn't able to go with you guys. But um, when I, 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 my wife woke me up cause I fell asleep with my phone on my chest and she woke me up and she's like, Hey, are you going to, are you going to go to sleep or what? And I'm like, I woke up right as Rob said, and Mike fell asleep on us. So <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not. But when I picked it up, there was at that time, there was like I think 50 viewers right. that were watching live and all throughout the night, that number just, it skyrocketed and went up and down. We had so many comments we had, it, it was, I, and our Facebook metrics showed over 30,000 people reached on that investigation. So we really want to say we appreciate um, what, you know, with you guys that were interacting and and Mm -hmm. everything on that. Speaking of the investigation that you want to get into, we were out in BFEs, so (laughs) we had no signal. Yeah. I mean, when we were setting up and everything, I was trying to get her because her router was way in the back and we were trying to do it wirelessly. And I just couldn't, I was losing signal, which is probably why you saw the start and stop all the time and do the different feeds. And I grabbed my phone. I was like, okay, we're going to start this up. And I was able to go live feed with my phone and everything. And people were just commenting left and right here from here, here from Tennessee, Kentucky, California, Ohio. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was just like, wow. 
Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was pretty much a logistical nightmare there for a minute. I know it was Rob pushed it to me. I actually streamed it from my house in right. Texas Yeah, and, uh, they were able to keep rolling there without using up all their resources. So exactly. it, it was, a uh, it was pretty interesting. So. Yeah. The first part, if you watch the first couple ones, it's, it's kind of spotty, but after Mike went ahead and started hosting it, that's where it just picked off and blossomed. Yeah. In our investigation, it was cold to say the least. Oh, good God. It was cold. It was cold out in the middle of nowhere. We only had, uh, Three investigators. Yeah, everyone so, everyone had to bail on us, and it was it was bad. But yeah. we may do. Yeah, I, I we think, did. I think we did a good yeah, job. For, I think it turned out really good. I mean, the client really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, we need to thank her as oh, well definitely. for letting us come. And, Vicky, thank you so much for letting us come out there and investigate your property. Yeah. It, it was it was a great experience. I had a lot of fun. Uh, just like you said, very yeah. cold. Yeah, I think y'all had some kind of personal experiences. Oh, we had we had a couple of personal experiences, but yeah. not not so much. Well, I can't say personal for anything that was attached to me or you, but I mean, we, we may have saw some things. I know I personally saw things on the monitors, but for the most part, I was in ops and let Kevin and, and Jeff do the investigative. Yeah. Well, I know for me, and I think uh, Kevin as well, um, we had an area where we went into and both of us got extreme headaches. Right. Uh, in a short period of time. Well, and didn't that happen to Rob later on in the night? Yeah, actually, um, I was in... I believe the uh, the basement, um, just like last time, and I just felt this heavy feeling. I mean, I, I don't even know. Th- I went into the bedroom once. Yeah. Yeah, I think I went yeah, into the bedroom did. once. But I think coming from the basement is the same place that I got the headache last time. Right. And then coming from the basement up to there, I think, just magnified it. And I was like, I got to go. I, I got to get out of here. I, yeah. My head is just pounding. Yeah. And as soon as I got back outside, I about 20 minutes later, I was good to go. Yeah, and that's the way it was for me. And I was in the bedroom where... A lot of the activity was reported, and uh, it, it just came on all of a sudden. Right. Uh, you know, I'd been in the room maybe two or three minutes and didn't have any problems, but then it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Right, yeah. So I don't think Kevin had any problems. He, he, uh, I think only Kevin's problem was probably his neck from yeah, the surgery. Correct. He was trying to do too much. Yeah. Yes, you were, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know that, you know, I was watching, and, and I— uh, I know there was one time that you and Vicky, Jeff, I was, you guys were in ops yeah. and both of y'all said, did you see that at yeah. one time? And I couldn't go back cause I was, again, I was trying to stream. I didn't want to mess with the feed a whole lot, but, um, and then I know one time I was watching, it looked like the K2 went off. And then that was at the same time when one of the, mm-hmm. um, voice recorders died yeah, as right, well. Right. And then y'all were having some, the, um, REM pod was having mm-hmm. some yeah. crazy That was stuff. later on at night we were yeah. having the REM pod. I mean, yeah. we it was spotty during the night, but at the end is when we had the most REM pod in the front room, her bedroom, as a matter of fact. Not the room that they claimed all the activity right. was. It was her bedroom, right. which is why we couldn't figure that out. But it was really weird because when Kevin and I went and did the recon the first time, my belief was it was a big fear cage. There was all this EMF. I, I couldn't explain it. I was just like, okay, we'll come in, we'll investigate, but I can almost guarantee you the reason you're having all these is probably because of the fear cage, the the hallucinations coming from the magnetism, messing with the brain and everything. Um, and then when you and I went, right the day before yeah. the investigation, yeah. Yeah. the readings were completely dead. Yeah. Nothing. I was getting absolutely nothing. And I was like, what the heck? I, I, I couldn't yeah. explain it. And then when we went back... Later on in the night, the readings happened again. Yeah. We were getting the high EMF, and it was like, oh, 
couldn't explain it. So I'm, I'm interested. I haven't looked at any of the video yet uh, because we downloaded it and I'm having a problem bringing it over to my computer. Um, but I'm going to bring the 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 NVR, the yeah. network video device. So I think that's probably the best way to watch it. Yeah. And I'm just going to watch it from that. Put it on a big screen and just sit there yeah. for nine hours times <laughs> Four well, and watch. <laughs> yeah, that was why I was uh, I was actually one of the things I wanted to say. You know, a lot of people when they they watch the TV shows, they see them, they go in, they investigate, and then they show a couple clips of them sitting in the hotel mm-hmm. uh, conference room and they're reviewing some stuff. But we had four cameras, yep, HD cameras. Would we have had five. Little, Sorry, Mike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those is my fault. We would have had five. But we had four cameras at nine hours, which is how long the investigation went. We had four audio recorders mm-hmm. at nine hours. We had the um, the game cameras that were set up. We had the EDI set up. But anyway, right. just the cameras and the audio mm-hmm. is 72 hours that we have to review on audio. Right. Yeah. Um, we do that multiple times, multiple individuals, right. so that we can discount or credit whatever right. needs to happen. Exactly. So anyway, it's it's a little. It takes us a little and longer. Then than if you, you find something, right. you go back several times. Yeah. You can spend an hour on one thing trying to figure it out. So that adds on to the review footage as well. So I, so I guess to wrap this up, probably what we need to say is, uh, folks, just uh, stay tuned. We're going to review the audio and the uh, video, and we'll get back with you and give you some feedback on what we found on this investigation. And right. we also have to go through our Facebook comments because there were people commenting, yes, like, 2231, there exactly. was this happened, yeah. there was yeah. this happened. There was so yeah. much. I think on one video alone, we had like 70 comments telling us, you got to look here, you got to look here. I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for the extra eyes and everything, but wow, that's a lot of footage to, to review yeah. and go back and forth and it's gonna be interesting. This this case is by far one of the longest ones we've done. Yeah. Um no, yeah, one of the longest. I would say MacArthur was probably the longest because mm-hmm. we wanted to be in there a long time. But uh we yeah. did one here a while back that was Well, we did one here in town. Yeah, that was we like were six up to seven like cameras. The and, sun came oh, okay. up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know the church here in town, we did it. And oh, we had like six Lord. or seven. Yeah. yeah, we had yeah. tons in the church. Tons. Yeah. Was crazy. yeah. But anyway, thank you guys. Um, stay tuned. Hopefully, now that we've kind of got this down a little, actually, Facebook Live, I think, made that really flow a lot better it, than it, it used to on our streams. Yes, then, I think it did a lot. And another reason why we went to the Instagram, because everyone's telling us that the Instagram is even better than Facebook live. And then also YouTube, uh, yeah. the YouTube live. So mm-hmm. hopefully we're going to get all these platforms rolling again, um, where maybe you can share it. And that is of course, if the client grants us permission exactly. to be able to do that, right. but mm-hmm. it makes it easier for them sometimes because she did have some families scattered right. across yes. the country. So mm-hmm. it makes it a little easier for them to, to get in there. But, and I would also say, like to say that if you have a place you want us to come and investigate, Look us up. Let yeah. us know. We'll come out there as long as it's within a good traveling distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So Halloween tomorrow. Uh, yeah. Halloween tomorrow. So why don't we start with a movie that may have scared you when you were younger or today. Um, and let's just talk about it for a few minutes and then we'll uh, go into something else. What do you think? All right. Well, I know before the podcast, Mike and I were talking about there's one that we likes and I'll, I'll let him handle that one and I'll chime in a little bit with uh, that one. Um, but I, I wish Allison could, you know, come in this one, but no, no scary, nothing. I, it's hard to believe you, even growing up, you never watched one scary movie. No, because they give me nightmares. Just one. No. 
Well, when did you realize you didn't like scary movies? I mean, how old were you? Do you Probably think? Jaws. Okay. Well, see, I don't blame you because that is one of my. No, I yeah I. Go. I, I'll, I'll say this because you okay. said it on yeah. Jaws here. Okay. Um, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida. Oh yeah, I wouldn't get in the water. Jaws was it Jaws three where they were ski- Jaws two where they were skiing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we would go down to the to the um the island there, mm-hmm. and on the bay side. They filmed that skiing scene, even though the movie was portrayed up there, they filmed that skiing scene there in the bay. So we would go out there and we would, they would be skiing and my parents would be talking about Jaws, talking about Jaws. Well, then Channel 3, I'll never forget, when they were getting ready to release the movie, Channel 3 paid the first Jaws. And I was, I was, keep in mind, I was little. Mm-hmm. Um, they played the the next jaws and i and anyway supposedly that's the story where i said my first cuss words as i ran around the kid the coffee table in the mm-hmm. and, and, but anyway that messed with my head to this day i don't again i grew up in a beach town but I, so because of jaws you don't watch any scary movies because of that yeah because i don't want nightmares I can, I can i guess i can see that but you you got to get the adrenaline going you got to feel that rush of being no, scared. no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Do you go to scary haunted houses at all? No. What? Not even. No. Not even the one up the road in no. Randallette. No. Wow. I'll tell you this though. I don't like haunted houses, like where people are, yeah, reaching out and grabbing you and stuff like that, and you can't touch them. The they ain't supposed can't. to be touching you. <laughs> the heck you can't. Yeah. We went to one down in Waxahachie one time, and it was a. Uh, I probably said that wrong for Texans, but anyway. It, it, it was that was crazy. It was it was pretty psychologically damaging at that place. So. <laughs> I think the scariest ha- haunted house that I've been in is probably at the very end. Everything else really didn't bother me. I mean, a little spook here and there. You might close your eyes, wince a little bit, but I think the scariest thing is probably, and this leads up to something, but is probably leaving the haunted house, and then there's a guy with a chainsaw chasing you. Yeah. Boy, people are trying to get out of that small doorway, yeah. and like, there's no chain on it. Yeah, but yeah. that just that noise, like, mm-mm, yeah, trying to, yeah. Went no. to a Halloween party, and it's kind of cliche, but this it was real. I mean, you, you hear this a lot of times. But I went to a Halloween party, and the guy, um, the kids were doing something in the back room they weren't supposed to be doing, and the mm-hmm. dad went and got the chainsaw that was made for a prop, but he broke in and did that, and kids peed themselves. Oh, literally. I bet. It, I was, bet. it, was, it was pretty funny. Probably a yeah. grown adult did it. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your movie? Um, my movie growing up was Children of the Corn. I can oh, see that. Oh, good Lord. That movie. I, I can still remember it was a bunch of us kids and the adults were having a party and everything. It was a Halloween party and they yeah. were doing their thing. I can't remember. And they said, okay, all you kids after we're going to sit you down, we're going to do a scary movie. Okay. And Children of the Corn was a scary movie. Now I've watched Children of the Corn now and I'm like, man, Really, I was scared of that. But growing up, seeing that little boy and everything, being the preacher, and then I remembered at the end, uh, the whole thing scared me. But the end was what got me. When the little preacher boy comes back and he's like, Malachi, he's coming for you, Malachi. And I'm like, oh, heck no. Coming out of the corn. Even today, I do not like cornfields. I cannot stand going near a cornfield. When I met my wife and everything, they live next to a cornfield. And I'm like, 
Man, I this <laughs> man, come on. No, I hate cornfields. Cannot stay in cornfields. I hate cornfields. So um, would you rather live by a cemetery or a cornfield? Cemetery. Give me a cemetery. I am not <laughs> petrified of a cemetery. I can do that all day long. But you give me near a cornfield, mm-mm. that's like that new commercial that came out with um, uh, the, the insurance one uh, with Flo. Oh, yeah, where they're coming out of the cornfield. coming out of yeah. the cornfield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Children PTSD. Of the yeah, PTSD. Yeah, PTSD just hit. I was like, mm-mm. No, I would have been like that farmer. Honey, get in the house. Yeah. Let's get the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that was probably the one growing up that still to this day, I I have, like you said, PTSD with, with that. I'd, and then probably another one, um, yours, uh, Kruger. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Love that series. Love that series. Um, and I'll let you talk about that one. And then probably today, The Grudge. The Grudge or The yeah. Ring. Yeah. Well, the Ring really wasn't that bad. I mean, it was bad, but The Grudge is what got me, and it's, it's simply because of the attic scene. Yeah. Mm, and and when we have to go and investigate, <laughs> and you can ask Jeff for this one. Yeah. When we go and investigate, it's the attic, and we had to go in the attic on this past investigation, and Jeff's like, I'll go up. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. And literally he's up in there and I, I'm still inching my way up and I, I look over my shoulder and I'm like, okay, I'm looking yeah. and I see plenty of light. It's like, okay, <laughs> I, I can get up in here and I, I slowly creep up in there and then I go towards the middle and I just sit down and Jeff's walking all over this attic and he's just going there and going yeah. here. And there's this little cubby hole down at the end, just this little cutout. And it eventually led over to just the, the uh, awning. Awning, yeah, it was over the but front porch. I'm watching him the whole time, and the grudge is in my mind. It's in my mind. And out of the corner of my eye, I think I see something move in the corner. And I'm like, I grab my phone, and I start <laughs> filming, and I'm just sitting there still. And Jeff's like, what? I was like, nothing, just watching. <laughs> and I'm zooming in, and it looks like in the corner, you just see this, to me, because I'm already paranoid, you see what looks like this little face just just come out of the shadows and just stand there and i'm like uh okay i'm done yeah i went down but it wasn't nothing there but it was my mind effect that i had yeah the grudge just gets me every single time seeing that girl there and mm, yeah that's that's pretty scary and i i want to watch this movie and i have yet to do it because i'm like allison right now i'm scared the nun even though i heard the nun ain't that great but I'm, I can't watch it. I don't know why I cannot watch the nun. And I think it's because that one scene in the previews where you see the nun come across and grab that person and take, oh, no. Yeah, they've got some, some scenes in it where you'll jump, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I haven't been able to do it. And it's on my HBO, and I'm looking at it every time I pass by. It's like, nope. Yeah. Just keep going. So those are probably my, my movies that get me. Well, I think for me... It started out when I was, oh, I don't even remember. I might have been 10 years old living at home. And the movie, The Legend of Lizzie Borden, I don't know if you guys are familiar I, with that, mm-hmm. with Elizabeth Montgomery. Yep. The and one that it, killed her parents. Correct. Well, supposedly. Supposedly killed it. Killed her parents. Correct. But I remember it was coming on late at night and dad and mom said, you need to go to bed. Well, my brother and I decided to sneak into the entranceway 
of our uh, room where the TV was, and they, my parents didn't see us. Well, we watched this movie, and we both got scared. So I'm laying in bed, and I'm like, got the blankets up to my eyes, you mm. know, just scared. And the next day, my parents must have known something was going on, because they're like, you look really tired. And I'm like, mm. yeah, well, we watched a movie <laughs> we weren't supposed to watch. You told on yourself. He yeah, did. I he did. did. I did. Um, probably one of my movies that it scares me only because of what we do the exorcist which came out in 1973 well it's based on some true events um really scared me and it's scared if you if you look at the history of the exorcist when it first came out it grossed a lot of money when it came out, and you read a lot of the people saying, you know, it was the scariest movie I've ever seen. And yeah, you see the videos where they were passing out in the yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah. So I watch it now, and I'm like, eh. But yeah, back then it was like, yeah, holy cow. And today, probably, it it doesn't really. It does scare me at times, um, kind of like you were saying. There's some movies where, you know, all of a sudden they'll just have this thing right. that comes at you real quick. Um, the, I love the Conjuring series. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that for me, is, is, a, is a great series. Um, and while it does scare me because of some of the stuff that, you know, the jump out scenes, um, I just like how it's written and, and right. how it's done more on... More the paranormal than, you know, the slasher movies with Jason and Freddy and all of those. Well, some of that could be true. Um, you know, you could have serial serial killers. Um, but, you know, some of it's really far-fetched. That's just Allison rubbing up against the mic as she leaves. <laughs> Where are you going? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you have a great night. But I'll be back. Okay. I'll probably be gone, but never know. <laughs> so, so those are those are some of the movies that I remember. Um, and I th- I thought for sure Allison was going to get on when you started talking about the Conjuring because of her story with the uh, haunted dolls. Yeah. And the and the uh, Lorraine and uh, Warren and everything. And, and you know the interesting thing is, and I think we've talked about this on one of our other podcasts. You know, the whole Annabelle doll right. is portrayed totally different than oh, the yeah. real doll. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? I mean, they have that what that porcelain glass doll. And it has, yeah. Like yeah we was, talk- see, porcelain dolls give me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, really old ones. Oh. You know. You get one with the lazy eye yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like, here, here's a question I've got for you, for you guys and for the audience out there. How many have a fear of clowns? My brother is deathly afraid of clowns. So's my like, daughter. He goes into fight or flight. Like when we go trick or treating, he'll go into fight or flight. You have to separate him. Yeah. He, he has, but he has a huge clown tattoo on his arm, like a big jester on his arm, which is kind of weird. But all yeah. right, all right, I'll admit I, I haven't watched it either. You haven't watched what it. Really? Really? Wow. I really enjoyed the second one. I, I, I mean, I like I like old classic movies. Well, I like like Nosferatu and all that kind of stuff. But the first it now the it original seems corny. Or my kids well, laughed. The original, original, or yeah, the original, the first one, yeah, with Tim Curry and yeah, the one, yeah. I love that. My kids laughed because mm-hmm. it was kind of corny, but right. I love that. I love that kind of right. movie. 
but I loved the second one. Not I have not the second one, but the remake. You're right. I the haven't remake seen of the, the first. One I, have, I haven't I haven't watched. But I thought that one. was great. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for Doctor Sleep to come out. Oh yeah, the part second two of the yes, Shining. Yes, that's yes. going to be really good. In fact, I just read that. Yeah. In fact, maybe we ought to plan like we if used y'all to back in the day. Plan a trip to the theater and go watch it. Now, why don't that, we plan a trip to Colorado? That would be even awesomer. Awesomer, that's a word. Yeah. Yeah, well, well for you it yeah, is. For me, okay. <laughs> but um if you recall the first time that we did the whole group go to the movie theater. Oh yeah. We went and saw paranormal activity. activity. Yep, that's right. We all laughed. We did. Everyone else was screaming and stuff. We're just sitting back there and we're like laughing the whole time. Like, really? Yeah. Really? See, that one didn't. It, it that didn't bother me at all. The paranormal activity movie. It, it was probably great for people that it's not used to seeing paranormal stuff. Right. But we're just like, okay, we do this for a living. Yeah. Well, and to me, it was kind of psychological. Yeah, psychological thrillers are what gets yes. me. Right. I don't yes. like gore movies. And no. That yeah. That's why I quit watching Nightmare on Elm Street. It got just too gory. Uh, and the Friday the Thirteenth is the same way. Yeah, Friday the Thirteenth is like off the wall for me now. It, it, but to me, Paranormal Activity, you know, was billed as the most psychological. Yes. But to me, it was as corny as yeah, could be. exactly. I think the only thing that got me is which is going to make you laugh when I tell you my movie that messes with my head. Which one? Right, is Jeff three? Yeah, I'm done. Really? I'm done. That's all you got was those. Well, it, it, I mean, there's there's a lot, but those are probably. Ones that I remember um, watching and and really scaring me. I mean, when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of the right. scary yeah, movies that came yeah. out. You know, and, and I had a different mindset then. Yeah. You know, I'd get scared real easy. And like I said, I'd have the blankets up mm-hmm. and couldn't sleep. But But now, you know, I mean, it really, really has to be something that really messes okay. with my psyche to, I got you. to, to scare me. I forgot to mention, well, you probably forgot to mention what we saw this weekend driving down the road when you asked about clowns. You don't recall in Wichita? Uh Uh-uh. We're driving along, and I believe it was you that noticed them. The clown in the car that just turned and looked at us. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's right. I forgot about that. I I looked over because I was in in the back seat, and I see this car coming up, and I'm like, does he have a clown mask on? So he pulls up beside the vehicle and he slowly, slowly turns. turns. It just looks at us I'm and like, looks at us and then just back and drives <laughs> on. Hilarious. Uh, it was, I was like, yes, yes. But yeah. yeah, that was great. And then you see him driving along the, the road and everything. And he's just doing the same thing as he's driving to people and people are like freaking out. <laughs> it was yeah, great. My brother would have had a panic attack. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. It yeah. was great. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, I I want to watch, definitely want to watch part two. Yeah. So Mike, well, I, I've got a couple actually, and I'll, I'm just gonna quickly tag on it because Jaws is the one that really I watch them now and I get mesmerized and I mm. like when they come on like Shark Week and right. I, I just I have to sit there and stare at them and watch them. But but I think that I'll tell my uh, I'm gonna tell my old one. Last, but the one that gets me now, I say the most, the recent, right. more recent one was the Blair Witch Project. Oh, we were this, I was active duty mm-hmm. and we were in a real world situation. Okay. And I was having to work the night shift and this was stateside. It was, we, we were having to, uh, 
to um, man the office for the late night, but we didn't do anything. Right. So we sat in the in the uh, day room. It was my good friend John Cutberth, who's passed now, but he and I he went and rented. We had this was you know plasma TVs were a big thing, and because mm-hmm. they were really expensive back then, right. they were yeah. new, but. So we, we went to the day room. We watched this Blair Witch Project movie overnight. So it was kind of convenient for me because we were in the middle of hunting season. And so I would get off at 5 a.m. and then I would head straight to the woods to okay. go hunting during this exercise because right. it was like it was great. That's why I volunteered to work in that ship. So we watched Blair Witch Project and I didn't think nothing else about it. We watched it about 30 minutes later. We closed up our shift as we were you know sitting in there, man, and the phones just watching this movie. Went out into the woods and I'm, I changed at the office and then I got out into the woods and I, uh, I start walking in the woods and that movie just like flooded over me Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't believe. Anyway, I was walking in the woods and I could hear every stick breaking. (laughs) I could hear every leaf breaking, but I got probably two or 300 yards down my trail and it's, it's dark, Mm -hmm. it's cloudy, it's cold and I get down this trail and I get to this one spot and I scare a deer that's, I guess, coming down the trail too. And it's, it, if you've ever heard, if anybody's ever heard a deer blow, it's yeah, whoosh, yeah, right, yeah. And this thing goes crashing through the woods and I'm like, I'm done. I'm going home. <laughs> Big man with a gun. Nope, I'm done. Little yeah. deer scared me. Yeah. <laughs> but in my head, it was the Blair Witch. Yeah, yeah right. Anyway, that movie really, really messed with me. But sure. when speaking of the Blair Witch, when it came out. And I watched it. I remember the scene to where they're like in the building and they're staring in the corners. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm mad. That, I think that petrified me the most because of something that happened growing up. And this is where the campfire story comes in. I was in Boy Scouts and uh, we were in Germany at the time. My dad was stationed out there. And the area that he was at is where all the army comes to do exercises. They got this big field where they bring all their tanks and stuff. And then in the back of the woods, way, way, way back past all the armory and all the fighting and all the exercise is the scout camp. And we have one of the biggest, yeah, biggest forest. And we were getting ready to host a boy scout in Europe to come and have it out there. Well, I was probably 11, 12 at the time, and we're out there getting this campsite ready. And, of course, we're camping out there. And then you know how Boy Scouts are with the campfires. We're at the campfire, and then they start talking about the campfire legend that's out there named Ichiban. And Ichiban was a uh, person that got lost from the Army out there um, during the exercises and stuff. And you always saw them wearing their fatigues at the time. I, I think they call them fatigues at the time back then. The greens, yeah. Yeah, the greens. Mm-hmm. So they're out there, and uh, they said that they have to, the Ichiban has to bless our camping trip. So we have to go up there and put a little bonfire at this statuary, uh, makeshift uh, shrine, if you would. Yeah. So we, it's, it's probably a good ways away from our camp. We're walking in the woods and everything. And there's this trail that goes up to the Ichiban shrine and we go up there and we're on there. And as I'm going up there, I can hear sounds in the woods on both sides of us. And there's about four or five of us up there and it was a big group and they're taking us up there and we get up there 
And then we start the campfire at the shrine and we start saying the, the, the prayer. I can't remember what it was, but they start saying the prayer. And then you hear something in the woods behind the shrine. And I just happened to look around the shrine and I saw a movement. And I'm like, what, do, what was that? And I'm watching it and I slowly see it creeping up. All you see is this mass. Yeah. That, that, and I'm watching it. And when I look around the shrine, it, it like stops. I'm like, what the heck? And then it keeps getting closer and closer. And I, 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 everyone else is starting looking and we're starting to get back. And they're like, and the older scouts are like, no, 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 no. We got to stop. If it's Ichiban, you have to sit here. You, and we're like, uh, uh, and it keeps getting closer and closer and closer. And then all you hear is like dead silence. <laughs> and we're like, what? that's not dead silence. <laughs> <laughs> and we hear the dead silence. And then all of a sudden this, screeching sound from Ichiban comes out from behind the shrine and then it starts running towards us and we're like trying to scramble and everything and then you see the the dark figure just comes up and there's this white face around the shrine and 11 or 12 years old my little butt turned <laughs> 12 shades of white and I started running yeah okay yeah I just started running and everything and then Ichiban is running behind all the scouts and we're all just running and they're screaming and yelling and we get there and our camp master is out there and he's like, hurry, hurry, get in the cabin, get in the cabin. It, it was, oh yeah. We were just running in there, we're hiding. I'm diving under the bunk beds. I'm getting under the, the sleeping bag and I'm putting it over. I'm like, no, I'll start crying. I'm doing it all this. Next thing we know, pounding on the, uh, the door <laughs> of the cabins and it's just going and going and it's all around. Now you hear it all around and the screeching and hollering. And we're like, what the? Stop, stop. And all of a sudden, everyone just starts laughing. All the other, it just stops. And then everyone, they can't keep up. No, They can't keep up the charade anymore. Yeah. Because we are a little scared. Weebelows now. Not Boy Scouts. We're <laughs> Weebelows again. Scared. And it's because of the woods and everything. And it's actually one of our older scout masters had on his poncho and did the white face paint and whole oh, nine yards. Wow. It, it was this big elaborate scheme and everything, but they led up to it. And that's the great thing about the campfires and telling stories yeah. and being in the woods. So when you started talking about the Blair witch project, that's all I could think about when I saw that movie was itchy bond. And I was like, how petrified I was yeah. being out there. It took me a long time before I went back out to that campsite again. Yeah. But yeah, that was probably the scariest that uh, scaredest I've ever been being in the woods. This ain't my story, but it made me think I was thinking about this when we were talking about coming up with campfire stories. We did something similar with Scoutmaster for a while. My brother and my friends Scouts and again. Yeah. And we did something very similar where we tied the um, the little balk, the the lights, the LED lights, yeah. that tie up with the red lights. Right. They clip onto your ball cap. Right, yeah. Well, one of the scoutmasters walked way out across this field into the edge of the woods, and he, he tied like fishing line to this light, but he turned it face down. Mm -hmm. So they everybody was sitting around the campfire eating their um, Dutch oven dessert and everything, and he's like, what, what's that? So he starts getting up and he's got everybody's attention. He starts walking over to the, you know, out into the woods and he gets about halfway out into that field and he's tied that line down out in the grass out there. And so he walk as he's walking, he gets over there and he's like, y'all hear that? And all the kids are like, what, what, you know? And he, so he finally, he's like, shh, y'all be real quiet. And he, everybody get down. And he squats down and he grabs that fishing line. And then all of a sudden he turns around 
and starts screaming and running. And that little ball cap light is bouncing with these red lights. We were all day, I forgot to say all day long, we, we've been telling them we were going to go snipe hunting, but you got to watch out for the ones with red eyes. Cause yeah. the ones with red eyes are the, you know, and we were messing with them. Um, so he went and did that and he runs all the way through camp, the campsite with that light bouncing. These kids were busting over tents. It was oh, absolutely yeah. hilarious. Wow. But my, my campfire story, uh, and I'll come back to the movie thing here, but, um, my campfire story is I had gone, I was in Bology, Alabama and my hunting stand was over this graveyard that was half, um, half the cemetery was half submerged in water and it had, there was whipper wheels and there was these big like trees with the moss hanging down and everything. And I was sit, I was out there hunting one night. I'd been out there in the morning, and they dropped me off. Well, as I as I woke up, nobody told me I was on the cemetery, and it got daylight. So uh. now I had to go back that night, and I'm sitting there, and it's going down, and the and the whipper wheels, and it was just it was so creepy. And I'm sitting there, and in my little shooting house, there was something moving around in the bottom, and I thought, what you know, and I'm I'm already freaked out because I'm I mean mm. cemeteries don't bother me, but when you're well, 13 years yeah, old, exactly. and you're right. sitting over one, yeah, and I thought this was like a little bug or something in the bottom and I kept kicking and they had put these like, um, potato sacks in the floor to keep the wind from coming up to okay. the cracks. Right. So I thought it was like a mouse or something down there and I kept kicking this deal. And then all of a sudden I hear this crash out in the woods and I stop and I'm like looking and I'm looking and I'm looking. And as I kind of moved to reposition myself, I guess my foot it was a baby squirrel that was in the bottom of this shooting house. <laughs> this thing run up my leg, run across my chest, and jumps off my shoulder out the window of the shooting house. I nearly died right there. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how scared I was that that that, that happened. But anyway, I uh, do you. I know, I know we're going to have to wrap soon. Rob's got to get back to work. Oh, do you I'm, have your campfire story? Or? Well, it's not really a campfire story, but it's something that happened when I was probably six or seven years old. It was in 1970. I'll give my age away. <laughs> um, but I lived in Homestead, Florida, and I I befriended a couple kids that were older than me. They might have been 12, 13 maybe. Well, they decided one night, they said, hey, we've got this thing called a Ouija board. Oh, Lord. They said, across from where we lived, we kind of lived out where it was wooded a little bit, and the house across from us was kind of like a little, looked like one of the old uh, mansion-type homes. It really wasn't that big, but it look, had that look to it. Anyways, they're like, hey, let's go across the street. There's no one home right now. Let's sit on the porch and use this Ouija board. And I'm like, What's Ouija, Ouija board? board? I had no idea at six or seven right. what a Ouija board is. So we go over there, and there's probably four of us, I think, four or five, if I remember correctly. And we have the Ouija board on our laps, and they start asking all these questions. Well, the kids knew I was scared, so they're like, let's play a trick on them. So they're asking questions, and all of a sudden, one of them raises their knees. Well, I, you know, like I said, I didn't think I was scared. Right. All of a sudden, the board comes up, and the thing, the whatever it's called, starts moving, and they're like, thank you for answering us. And then they asked another question and started moving it around. And the last thing I remember is, is I got so spooked. I got up and ran. <laughs> we flipped the Ouija board, and I ran over across the street to my house. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was kind of my, it wasn't really a, 
campfire story, but that was something that I remember as a kid that scared me pretty bad. Well, speaking of kids and Halloween, did you ever do dress up in costumes? You know, yeah, we did. The the like I said, growing up in Homestead, uh, the only thing that I could really remember is is I think I dressed up as a ghost. Okay, once. Of course, the old typical sheet, you know, yeah, with the holes in it. Yeah. You know, and the biggest thing I remembered about it was um, I got beat up for my <laughs> for my candy. Um, they they took, uh, we used to, you know, our, our buckets were right. tri- uh, brown paper bags. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's, that's you know, what we that's had. That's what we used, or maybe a pillowcase. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, I remember these bigger kids coming along and knocking us over and taking all of our candy. So that's... Yeah, there were several different ones, and I actually um, asked my mom, I was like, hey, is there any Halloween, because we were talking about doing what was our favorite Halloween costume growing up, possibly putting in the podcast, yeah. and I contacted my mom, I was like, hey, do you got any Halloween pictures out there, you know, that you can send me? She's like, of you and your brother, or just you? I was like, ah, just whatever, you know, go ahead, just whatever ones, and I knew one for sure she was going to send. That was my Superman outfit. Yeah, I love that thing. My my, I believe my grandmother had made that one, or my mom, and everything. And it it was just great. And I think I sent you guys a picture of it. Is that is that you? <laughs> yeah, that's me right okay. there. The Superman outfit. All and, right, and stuff. look at you. Yeah, exactly. So that was probably my favorite one that I remember all the time. And I had to do the pose and everything. And I had the little curl cue up front and everything. Just like uh, Christopher Reeve did in the original ones, because Superman back then that was that was that was the man oh, right yeah. there. That was the man. And then my brother, he was Batman and stuff. And I, I didn't have that one, but I do have the photos <laughs> that she sent me. I just wanted to send that because you said you needed a photo to put for Word Up. So I was like, go ahead, put that one. And she sent the one of my brother being Batman, which was pretty cool. And then she sent one that I I kind of remember, but I didn't remember until she sent it. I was like. Oh my God, I did that as a costume. And you could see the look in my face as I was, cause I don't think I picked this or, or my mother picked it. And I was like, what the heck? Um, let's see where there's, there's my brother being, yeah. Uh, there's my brother being Batman and everything. Nice. Okay. And I guess he, he could still do Batman and everything, but I, I guess I grew up out of Superman so, yeah, oh, I don't laugh on that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. That's. Oh wow! Yeah, we've got to post this. Oh. We we, we got to okay, Rob. You got to explain to to our listeners okay. what uh, you're in. Well, um, I got on this. I guess 1970s uh, shirt. It, it's got to be a 70s shirt, <laughs> but it's a cowboy shirt. And I, I guess I got on the bell-bottom jeans and a cowboy hat. And then uh, it looks like I have face paint on as a beard. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, it, it's even better when I zoom in. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I, I got fuzzy eyebrows and a beard and a mustache. And I guess I'm just doing the cowboy thing up. Um I, I don't, I did not recall that one until she sent it. And I'm like, oh, good Lord, yes. Uh, and then another one she sent me, I guess, uh, where's that one? Yeah, when I was real small, um, I, I guess I like, I like putting, 
I guess every kid nice. did that. Put pans on yeah, their put heads. pans on their head. Oh yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's what I did growing up for Halloween. But the one that I remember was Superman. That, yeah. that was the one. And then as an adult, um, I sent you guys that one. I was Iron Man. <laughs> oh yeah. Was that? Oh, that was you. <laughs> that okay. was me in the Iron Man outfit. Okay. Yeah, complete outfit. I had the little, you know, the the pulse yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, had- oh, I was thinking. No way! I don't remember Iron Man being around back yeah. then. <laughs> <laughs> nope that that was yeah. me as an adult. That's when I took Lane out for his last time. Him and Kristen in the last time Halloween. I was like, you know what? You guys want to go? I'll, I'll dress up too. So. Yeah, I sent you guys the one of the Joker. Yeah, oh, that, that was I the Joker. Played. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a Dracula. Yeah, I thought it was a Dracula. Really? Yeah. Look at the shirt and the jacket. Well, I didn't. I didn't look at that. I just looked yeah. at the hair oh, okay. all slicked back and everything. I was like, there. Look at Jeff go. Yeah. Yeah. I have these little. When I was, it was, I remember it was 1979, maybe 79 and 80. It was two years. I was a Dracula one year. And then the next, my mom, I'm, she's trying to find this picture that I can put out, but she wrapped me in aluminum foil. Mm. I was a Martian and I had like this big pointy antenna, but I won this both years. I won this, uh, costume contest. Right. Um, but anyway, that's, that's the only time I remember dressing up. And then I, of course, when I was like a late teenager and I remember right. made fun of, cause we went around, but we were having fun. Well, isn't that funny though? You talk about being a Martian and now look what you're doing. I know that's why, that's yeah. why I told my mom it's kind of ironic, but yeah. uh, cause I really wasn't into it back then, but yeah, uh, not till maybe the late eighties. So. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I was kind of hoping Allison would be back to tell her, her yeah, story. She had to but, step out to go. Yeah. Yeah. Get the kids and everything. Well, go ahead and, uh, Let's go ahead and tell your story here. Okay. Yeah, so, let's yeah. do the Freddy Krueger. So right. my other movie that got me was Nightmare on Elm Street. In 1984, I remember I was at my aunt's house, and uh, we we were watching that, and it, it I was young, and it messed with, it really messed with my Freddy aunt. messed with you? Yeah. It it, it it got to, it's the psychological yeah, stuff. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Yeah. yeah I guess and that first one was a lot more psychological oh, yes. than the yeah. later ones were just kind of gory. Yeah. But- what I found interesting is I, I had heard about this a while back. A lot of people think there's these memes that go around on the internet that Freddy Krueger was really this guy that killed children. You know, that's the story in the movie. Right. Been, that, that's, that's incorrect. But there was Wes Craven actually got the idea from a story when he was younger that um, it was from a Los Angeles time article about these, I guess, maybe Vietnamese, uh, Asian mm-hmm. pe- uh, men that were escaped the killing fields in Cambodia. And there was one young boy that was there. He had these nightmares and they had nightmares and I guess he, they moved out of there and he kept having these nightmares and, uh, they found him. He screamed one night and his parents weren't running in there and he was, he was dead in his sleep. But I guess the story gets bigger than that, but there was actually a, back then they called it the Asian death syndrome. Okay. And then it actually later on, it was called the sudden unexplained nocturnal death syndrome sons, but it's, it's a real deal where these, and it's mostly Asian men. Uh, there was actually the Hmong that was in that area of turmoil right. back in the Vietnam okay. and Cambodia time frame, there were, it really affected a great number of these guys where they would, um, they would just stop breathing and there, it was like a heart attack in the middle of the night. Wow. Um, so anyway, that's, uh, that was, I thought that was a little interesting. It's actually a lot deeper than that, but right. there's actually a real story behind really? the Nightmare on Elm street deal. And it was a real documented and they still don't really know what caused it. I mean, mm. they have the name for it and all that. Right. Some people think that it's, uh, 
they were having panic attacks kind of middle of the night and it caused increased cardiovascular problems and they would have heart attacks in their sleep. Yeah. But anyway, um, it was just kind of odd that that's what that story inspired Wes Craven when he wrote wow. Nightmare on about the, the guy coming and getting you in your dreams. Here's a little trivia for you, Hollywood trivia. Did you guys know that Johnny Depp played in the first I did not. Nightmare no, on Elm really? Street? Yeah, Google that. He played... Was he played he, in that movie. Was he one of the boyfriends or something? Yeah, or? he was. He, uh, I believe, he got killed in the bed, if I remember correctly. Okay. I think he drug him down through the bed. But oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, that was Johnny Depp. Yeah, that was Johnny Depp. Wow. No. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah, Interesting. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. That one was my my younger one. That was my horror movie. That that's the, probably the reason I don't watch really horror movies. Now I like the psychological stuff, like the ring right. or the yeah. grudge. But yeah. But, I don't really watch. I like Halloween. Mm. the movie Halloween. The Halloween yeah Michael Myers yeah. yeah it's it's not just horribly gory to me where right, you get right. into some of these and it's just like slasher and slasher and slasher exactly yeah yeah I remember the, the original Halloweens that they had um and it, it was pretty good I yeah. mean I, I enjoyed it back then because I was one of the small ones and yeah. I was like yeah okay Jamie Lee Curtis yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that one though there's a the guys are going down the highway and they've got a CB in their car and the guy on the radio, what was the name of that movie? Uh, anyway, that one messes with my wife. She don't like that. She don't like my CB on my truck because of that movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, well, do we have any other topics we want to talk about before we wrap the show? Um, Not so much topics, but uh, what, what you got, Mike? I was going to go ahead. But I was going to just kind of give a preview of what we might have coming up here soon that I'm in currently in the works to okay do for an upcoming show so uh nothing nothing so much as a upcoming show but yeah um no i really don't have anything else uh you know one thing real quick i want to address on the investigation that we went on this last weekend of course as with any group out there that does paranormal investigations one of the things that you do is research right and we uh oh, you I know, know we going we i got a hold of the registrar's office and they gave me a list of all the owners of the land um, from the 1800s up mm -hmm. until now. Well, we decided uh, during the research, we found that one of the the first documented owner of the land was buried in the little cemetery there in Buffalo, Kansas. Well, Rob and I went up to get some pictures and, and look around, and here we found out that the first owner of the home was in the Civil War. 1861 to 1865. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was yeah, really that cool. Was really that was really neat to to see that. So yeah, that was that was very interesting. I think so. The other the other thing, speaking of research, how everyone does that. Um, the town that we were in, Buffalo, yeah, was known for bricks, right? And we didn't realize this at the time. I mean, we re researched it and everything. But then we started to remember one of our past investigations that we went yeah. to, Medicine Mounds in Texas, this old ghost town that got burned down. And we did the research on that one. And while we're out there excavating, looking at the town, uh, you found a brick yeah, correct. with a buffalo on it. And we're like, oh, that's pretty cool. A, a buffalo with a brick on it. Had no clue what it meant four or five years ago. Yeah. But now that we had an investigation yeah. in a town that actually where that brick came from yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. All, all, all because of the research and doing it and how it comes full circle. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool being yeah. out there. 
though. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing else really. Um, well, I uh, as always appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, you can find us at militaryparanormal.com. <laughs> We're laughing at Jeff. We cut it out, but he had a little one grammar day, blur. One, one day, day we will have a blooper out. There. Yeah. <laughs> just just say that I sounded like Elmer Fudd. No, 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 no. I, I said Elmer Fudd, but it was actually Porky Pig. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Right. It was yeah. actually Porky Pig. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can find us at militaryparanormal.com or on Facebook. Twitter. Uh, Twitter. You can find us there. You can find us on uh, Instagram now, Military Paranormal. You can find us on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, Podbean. Podbean. All the other ones out there. And I I, I was going to have it ready, but I didn't. But I need to put a shout out there to Ghost Shop. Okay. Uh, stop. Ghost Stop. Sorry about that. Yeah, Ghost Stop. Um, if you need any paranormal gear or anything like that, go to Ghost Stop. They okay. have just about everything you need. Right. Sensors. We even had some of the stuff we've bought there from Ghost Stop as well. They have their EMFs, the K2 we use out there. Good stuff. Uh, the developer and designer actually has been the developer and designer of all the popular ghost hunting equipment, paranormal equipment that you find on the popular shows like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Internationals, Ghost mm. Adventures, My Ghost Story, and many more. So this guy knows his stuff, and um, yeah, if you need any equipment, go out there. You can find them at uh, www.ghostshop.com, ghoststop.com. I'm going to fix that. I'm sorry. www.ghoststop.com, um, or on our pod link, our podcast, you'll see a link down at the bottom. You can find them that way as well. And you can also call us at 940-437-4MPI. Four six seven four. If you have a story or anything you want to tell, make sure you just call up. You can, you can leave a message for us. We'll get that on one of our phones. We can either call you back, or if you just want to tell your story without with some anonymity there, you can leave it there as well. Yeah. And uh, finally, I'd like to thank our new followers all on. Oh, good uh, lord, we have a Facebook. Yeah, and Podbean. And Podbean. And Podbean. We thank got- you guys so much for uh, hitting us up. And uh, look forward to our next podcast. Not quite sure what it is yet. We're in the middle of trying to figure that out. Mike, you got an idea? What you got? Well, we have an author that has a book that's published. Oh, that's right. That uh, Have you talked to him? I have. And we're, we're trying to schedule a time right now. His name's Al Tias. And uh, he's written a book called Project Rabbit Hole. Project Rabbit Hole. And is, he, is it available yet? Yeah. It is available. It's available on, uh, is it Lulu? Uh, and I can put a link in the show notes okay, if you good. want to check yeah. that out. I've linked it on our Facebook page before too. But um, basically, he's saying that not you know you got to be careful as an investigator out there that not necessarily everything is a ghost or a demon, and uh, yeah. and, and he kind of takes it somewhere else. But and it made a lot of sense when I got to look. I mean, okay, kind of. And I, I heard he spend. wants to uh, banter with me. Yeah. So I don't know what I said out there, Al. But okay, let's <laughs> let's go. I'm 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 all set. Oh, let's man. do it. No, you you'll you'll you will like. I know Jeff's spoken to him before, and and uh, yeah, he's a good guy, and I, I think he I think he has a good a good point there. So I think it's going to go out pretty good. So we'll get that scheduled, and uh, I'll hopefully make sure our I make one. sure I'll read the entire book <laughs> before that, just so I can. All right. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thanks again, and uh, y'all have a. Happy Happy. Halloween. Yes, definitely happy Halloween. And we'll talk to you soon. Good night. Good night. And Allison, I'm sure, would say good night as well. (laughs) 
Thank you for listening to the MPI Paranormal Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Military Paranormal Investigations. Hope you all.